You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Scott Clough, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town. Where do we start? Let's start in the United States, because inflation came out last night, or inflation numbers came out in the form of consumer price inflation. And it pleased the market because the value stocks, the ones that you've been banging on about, uh, notably populating the Dow Jones Industrial Average, took off to a new all-time record high. And it seems as though inflation might be under control, Skulk. <laughs> that's what they Whatever say. Whatever make you think, that's what they say. Okay, so, so let's, let's go with that. Yeah, I think um, it, it came out um, you know, unchanged, you know, 5.4%. It uh, came out uh, somewhat, somewhat higher than 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 expected. It was five point three percent, but uh, you know, let's not split hairs. You know, with that point point one, um, and and I do say that they do expect inflation to to taper off a little bit over the next few months. And looking at some of the commodity prices, that 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 could be could be under cards. Yet, I mean, we've seen we've seen you know after the announcement came came out, you know, most of the commodities, you know, platinum, you know, popped up you know above the thousand dollar mark again. Uh, we've we've had gold pop up pop up again, you know, over seventeen fifty, you know, silver popping up, you know. So most of the commodities, uh, except except for oil, um, going going north. So. Uh, I'd like to still you know, see what happens over that trillion dollars. I mean, so, so there's there's another trillion dollars that firstly needs to be printed, another trillion dollars that's going to find its way into the economy, and, and naturally that could support you know some of the demand for for, for most of these commodities. Very good. I think it was the month-on-month number that really uh, encouraged uh, uh, investors because I think it was the sharpest decline in 15 months. In other words, it only came in at 0.5% and the previous month it was above 1%. Uh, These are all... These are all base effects, and, and you can manipulate mm. statistics as to whether you want the market to go up or not. But anyway, the Dow Jones, the value stocks, uh, up to all-time record highs, up 0.6%. The S&P 500, which has a bit of value in it, but a lot of growth as well, was up a quarter. And the NASDAQ, of course, which is mostly growth, uh, growth stocks, uh, actually down 0.2%. It's because it was interesting. Stock exchange news service today is an interesting one because we've had results out from Exaro. We've had results out from MTN. Uh, trading, uh, not a trading update, but corporate activity update from Cashbuild and Pepcor regarding a company called The Building Company, and also a uh, trading update from Ital Tile. Exaro and MTN, I think you probably have been through. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a holder of MTN, 6% uh, in the green this morning, I mean, after, after results. You know, what, what, is, what, is, what is fascinating about this, this movement, uh, Lindsay, is because We've, they've already guided. I mean, yes. this is this must be one of the companies that that that's so well guided, because you usually get the, the reporting coming from from Nigeria and Ghana. Nigeria is such a big portion of 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 um, uh, MTN, and you get an idea of what to expect going forward. And then, you know, afterwards they they brought out a trading update, uh, clearly stating that firstly they they are you know bringing back a lot of cash from Nigeria now also looking at well they've actually mentioned it in the results um, you know four billion rands that they repatriated back from from Nigeria and also 1.8 billion um, dollars from the sale of, of Bellacom 
uh, international carrier. So that that's very very good. Then they mentioned you know one th- you know, the thing that that really stuck with investors after you know, let's call it three four years with bad news and regulatory and bad news and uh, and possible legislation. But anyway, bottom line is they now are getting really getting their the debt under control as well because when they look at the debt to EBITDA, they actually brought that down from, from, from 0.8 to 0.6 times. So that's that's very, very, very encouraging. But I think the one thing that stood out because all these type of things we've, we sort of – we knew. We knew with, with the trading updates and results coming from Nigeria. One thing that I found actually quite interesting was this is something that we've been chatting about quite some time. Um, you know, over the let's call it year last year, let's call it a voice or data provider. A let's call it a voice or data provider. Well, we know it is. They are. I mean, but 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 we also know that this is not. You know, where we want to see their future. You know, they've got so many, many subscribers. They've got, um, they've got such a great base. And when we look at how, how a, a typical cell phone is used these days, it's not really just to, to, to take calls and, and, and speak to people. It's not transactional. You, you, you do your banking. You, um, you pretty much do everything with these. And, and we wanted to see them go into the fin- fintech space. And then they brought out the mo money, uh, mobile money. And then we, we, they also mentioned that increased year on year by 28% or. In 27.9% to be exact. But they also mentioned that they're now in an alliance. They call it InsureTech. They've got now an alliance with, with Sunlum uh, where they're going to be, be, be offering um, it's called insurance product, products to, to uh, the African population. And, yes. and that, that's what I wanted to see. This is, this is FinTech. This is the area where you, where you sort of mine the subscribers you get. Your, your, your biggest asset is your subscribers. How do you use that? How do you transition to something probably for free? Voice calling is going to be going to fall away. Most probably for free. Voice calling is going to be going to fall away because most of the stuff is going to be happening over data anyway. FinTech. This is, this is great. This is fantastic, fantastic news. So besides the fact so they're just cross-selling, in other words. They're just saying, okay, how do we maximize? I mean, we're getting towards saturation point when it comes to you know, messaging. Obviously, just normal phone calls on a cell phone are a thing of the past now. Data is obviously terribly important, but they've got to maximize this incredible base that they've built up over the years and saying, right, what else does this customer need? And and of course it'll 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 carry on as technology as technology and our lives merge together. So I I think you're absolutely right. I hope they're not too far behind because I know there's a company in Nigeria called Glow because they're all over um, CNN every single day and they seem to be very aggressive in the Nigerian market with all their services. So I hope MTN can keep up. Yeah, I, I also hope they could too. I mean, they, they had a wonderful spell over the last. I mean, Rob Schurter, that's is, is not there now anymore. He's now gone to British Telecom. Um, but I mean, the base that is set there, and I think the the the, sort of the baton was handed over, and, and now new management is looking good. The the uh, the structure of the, the MTN is is looking good for a let's call it a transition into something you know into something bigger and something new. I'm actually very, very impressed with with results, and um, clearly I was not the only one. Because after you know great trading uh, trading updates, to have a company that's up more than five percent, even after the well-guided 
um, update. I think that is great news. Yes, I think it must be the outlook statement. I haven't read the results myself, but it must be the outlook statement. Because as you say, when that uh, trading update came out last week, I think the share price was up 7 8%, something like that. And it's very unusual for a company. It's normally uh, buy the rumor, sell the fact. Uh, but now mm. they've, they've, they've bought the trading update and bought the, the real thing. So that's very good news. Okay, let's have a look at the currencies markets now. I have got dollar rand at 14.69, British pound against the rand 20.39, the euro rand is 17.25, the euro dollar is 117.40, that's a slightly weaker US dollar. And you don't need much to get the gold price going. If the dollar is slightly weaker, then up it goes. And after the flash crash of earlier this week, the gold price is now 17.58, which is up 2% or $35. I can't see you, but I know you're smiling. The platinum price yeah. is up 20, $27 an ounce to 1,012. And I think palladium on my um, on my steam-driven screen is uh, up $7 to 2,639. The oil price, well, it's quite interesting because it's been under pressure and it still is well off its highs. But on the other hand, even though the U.S. lawmakers said uh, sort of put out an open plea to OPEC Plus to increase production, otherwise their contention is that global growth will suffer from higher energy prices. West Texas today has stabilized. It's $69.29 and Brent crude oil, which was below 72 days ago. It is now $71.54 per barrel. And if you have a look at the CRB Commodity Index, well, that was well, 228 uh, yesterday, now 230. It's the, the all-time, well, the recent multi-year high has been 236, let's call it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's starting to bounce back a little bit now. And I've always said that the reason that the commodities have come under pressure is because you know, China's trying to talk them down, notably iron ore and steel. And also it's August. I mean, commodity traders are on holiday. Let's face it. Anyway, that's my story. U.S. 10-year... Treasury yield is 1.344%. The South African 10-year bond yield is 8.195%. Bitcoin is um, 45,280, let's call it, down 2.3%. And what else have we got? That's it. S&P futures after last night's uh, sort of mini trot to record closing highs. 4,439, which is just down one point, uh, Scout. So suddenly, suddenly market's getting interesting again. Yeah, yeah. That's why we started off. I mean, uh, I, I, I listened to 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 the uh, you know the US saying, well, we, we're not we're not too too worried about inflation. You know, inflation definitely seems to be under control. And the next thing you you, you look at a at a world price is currently trading two dollars higher. You're looking at most of these yeah. these uh, you know harder commodities, these iron ores, the coppers, you know the the, the precious metal metal, I mean gold, platinum, palladium, all kicking up. And, and and that's you know that's only on the you know, expectation that the you know the demand is going to be kicked up you know with this one trillion dollar uh, infrastructure deal. Uh, unfortunately, I'm struggling to see that uh, that inflation will just miraculously disappear and we would go back, let's call it to to the two to three percent levels very soon. Uh, I, I think that's that's going to be be a stretch looking at uh, some of these commodity prices. Yes, I agree with you entirely. Um, what else should we look at, um, um, Skunk? Let's have a look at the movers on the JSE. I'm just going to get my screen refreshed here while we do, while we do that. You, you didn't mention Xaro. I didn't let you mention Xaro. Is that something that you're yeah. invested in or something that you saw this morning? Very good, very good results. Uh, um, I, and I get a, this is a, this is one of the, one of these darlings. Some of these fund managers. 
Um, and um, also well guided. I mean, the 30th of June, they have very brought out a trading statement stating that the HEPs would be between 99% and 911%. So it came out um, pretty much in, in the middle. HEPs uh, were, were up 106%. And uh, the increase was was mainly driven by the session, you know, iron ore company, which is jointly owned by Kumba. Now, we've seen Kumba's results. Uh, Exara's results, I mean, this just uh, basically states what we just said. I mean, the demand for, for, for these type of commodities, especially, you know, iron ore, which is really used by, by, by expansion and, and infrastructure, they are profiting out of this. And, uh, yeah, it, it seems like they, they're still feeling fairly upbeat. And, um, you know, on the back of that upbeat, you know, outlook, you know, share prices this morning up 2%. So, yeah, very, very good. Uh, again, you know, when a, when a, when a company is well guided, well guided trading statement, they come out with a 2% still looking good. Uh, uh, you, you, you know, it's, uh, the outlook is still looking good. Uh, okay. Top five major moves. I think my screen is sort of trying to play catch up. A few technical problems here, but I've got MTN as a leader, but only up 2.6%. Where is MTN live now, please, Skulk? MTN is now currently 5.5% uh, positive. Maybe I should run run through the top five. Yes, please, if you uh, would. That would be very useful. Then, Thank then. you. So, so true is well. So, MTN is still the top mover. So, it's 5.5% uh, positive. True is is uh, up 2%. Italtal also brought out um, uh, interim results this morning. Mm-hmm. They are up 2%. As you mentioned, cash built with uh, the the co-announcement with Pepco, they are also up you know 1.9%. When we look at the laggers, laggers uh, today is um, yeah that's typical uh, buy and rumor sell on fact, Lindsay, because we know we've been chatting about Netco quite quite a bit yeah. now. Today, uh, Netcore is down 4%. Um, when we look at uh, well, Trendcore, that's down 3.3%. Long for Life, that's down 2.6%. And um, uh, let me quickly see. Which, NASPES, uh, have a look at NASPES. NASPES yeah. down 2%. Yeah, 2%. NASPES down 2%. So I think a fairly, fairly solid day um, and not, not looking too bad. I mean, originally the market opened up, you know, fairly, you know, quite a bit softer and now starting to just you know find its feet a bit you know it's always going to be a struggle you know to find its feet when NASPAS is down two percent but uh maybe i should read this i mean uh, the jc also currently is down 0.29 percent resources down nine basis points the uh, industrials is down 35 basis points and when we look at the financials financials down 0.81 percent very good indeed. Skalk, thanks so much for your analysis last night and this morning. Have a great weekend. Skalk Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.